we, we are here. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose-Ivy. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday, and it looks pretty bright outside. Uh, you're listening to me. Uh, uh, you're listening to Love, Babs, Love Talk on WNHH 103.5. We're live streaming across the New Haven Independent and Facebook and X and YouTube and Twitch and and wherever Harry has us parked. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Good morning, good morning. We are in this wonderful season of Advent. I've just been quite happy. It's been a wonderful holiday season, marching toward uh, 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 Epiphany. So listen, last night we caroled. We caroled through New New Hallville. And it was so, 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 so nice. And you know, uh, this is the second year we did this. Yeah, last year, people were a little tepid about opening their damn doors and looking out. They was like, who are these folks out here singing? Last night, lots of people opened their doors and came out on their porches and in their doorways to hear us sing and requested songs. <laughs> and we we walked through the neighborhood and we sang you know, about 10, 12 Christmas songs. Uh, and it was just wonderful. Oh my God, people were so gracious and they stood and listened to us sing and little kids saw us singing. And you know, uh, I I bet there'll be children who have never, who've only seen people in movies and in TV caroling in the streets. And we gave them that gift last night. We gave them the gift of this is your neighborhood, and in your neighborhood, we carol. Can you imagine? Like, some child is going to remember this. Like, they will have this experience because other neighborhoods kind of do this. Other, you know, communities that are a little more affluent or whatever, and sometimes they do this. But they will they will have a point of reference for this. So when other, when they're somewhere in their life and someone talks about, oh, yeah, my neighborhood, we caroled. And they could say, well, I grew up in New Hallville and uh folks were caroling. That's 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 the impact. I like I I we won't know the impact of this caroling today, next week, next year. But some years from now, when I'm in assistant living, somebody'll say, Hey, you were that lady that did that caroling in my neighborhood when I was a little kid. I remember. And and that will have made this so amazing to me. And that's what I think about. You know, on top of community, bringing people together in community is the best possible thing to cure loneliness and isolation and 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 possibly cut down on some suicide. Because when people feel disconnected, when they are trapped in their own minds, up in their own spaces, uh, they don't think that the world notices them, you know. And that's how people get isolated and lonely and afraid uh, because... They have no community in which to draw from. And and we as humans can create community for people to step into with not a whole lot of effort. And and caroling is not the cure to the world, but it certainly can be part of it. It, it certainly can't hurt. <laughs> it certainly can't hurt. And we, we, we raised a mighty voice last night, a mighty voice. And we're doing it all again tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. So if you missed it last night, you saw the pictures and you're like, oh my God, I got to be a part of that. I want to sing carols because I'm actually doing it. And then you can join in. So come through. 
you know, come through tomorrow. We'll see what happens. You know, it's just, it's just a tight hour. You know, it's about an hour. We, you know, we wrap it up. We do a little, take a walk. And I, I it was a nice for me to walk. You know, I'm so much better now walking. So leaps and bounds walking, you know, without, and I wasn't winded either. I wasn't like huffing and puffing and my feet didn't hurt and my hips didn't hurt. Nothing hurt. I was just like, okay, I'm out here. I mean, it was colder than I wanted it to be, but I was fine. I mean, I wasn't, I had on a coat, gloves, a hat. I was good. So, so anyway, so if you're around tomorrow night and you want some of this cheer, bring your little asses over to 75 Ivy Street. Bring your ass and your voice. <laughs> Fa la 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 la. <laughs> so it was really, really nice. So thank you to all the people that came. Thank you so much, Jonathan, um, for 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 being the anchor of the voices. Ryan, thank you. Angelina and Leah, thank you. Layla, thank you so much. Sophie, ah, Dory, thank you. Um, the Das Golans, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Ryan's friend, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it was, it was nice, it was nice. And and Joanne Wilcox, thank you, thank you. You know, she was texting like, "Where are y'all?" She's like driving through New Orleans looking for us, and she caught up to us, parked and jumped out, and and we sang a little bit. So, so it was really, really nice. You know, we were, we were, we were a band of troubadours last night. We were a band of troops. We stopped off at uh, Gary Winfield's house and uh, we were singing outside his door. And nobody came. We saw the cars out there. Nobody came out their door. So I just ran up and rang the doorbell. <laughs> you know, they got one of those camera things. So they rang the doorbell. I was like, all right. We're going to do this. We're going to do it. 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 So, so it was really nice. It was good. So I, it, it lifted my heart last night, you know, and I, I was feeling a little tired because, you know, I submitted two more law school applications yesterday. I'm up to three submitted. I'm going to do some more on Friday. Um, and then I'll reevaluate if I want to do a few more um, in during Christmas break, which I think I probably will because I will because I got a few more schools on my list. But uh, it was good. I, I'm ha I mean, I, I can't. This has been good. Um, you know, listen. I I think that cinnamon challenge. You know that cinnamon spell spell uh bind spelling spell hosting that cinnamon ch charge has just been amazing. I mean, it's been good for me. I don't know about other people, but the last two months have been incredibly rich and abundant, and. Uh, I'm telling you, I feel pretty good. I feel good, dinner, 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 like I knew that I would. Dinner, 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 dinner. I feel nice, dinner, 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 dinner. like sugar and spice. So nice, dun, dun, so nice. Dun, dun. Yeah, you know James bon James Brown is my go-to. <laughs> you know when you when you need to convey a certain sentiment, James Brown don't let you down. The Book of James don't let you down. <laughs> The Book of James Brown don't let you down that one bit, you know, uh, but it's all good. Uh, and Marcus, hey, Marcus Harvin. 
So, you know, Marcus Harvin is working on a fresh start. This is up under the name of independent. So Marcus Harvin, he's in the, he's in the program that I'm in. You know, we're all, uh, we're all in the, uh, we're all in the uh, access to law school program together. Uh, and it's really, really nice to, uh, to, to be with him, you know, and now I'm scrolling, I'm on the New Haven independent site and I see that Al Martyr has passed. And, you know, Al Martyr was on my mind just the other day. You know, I had the pleasure of being to serve on the peace, peace commission, um, some years ago. And they were so probably one of the most welcoming commissions I've ever had the pleasure of working on. Uh, he just welcomed me on this commission and we would spend, uh, time just talking, you know, Al Marta is like huge around the world. Like he is like, he's like rock star status around the world. Um, and, and he really is one of these people that really sort of solidify for me that peace is necessary and achievable. If we, if we just collectively draw our hearts together and say, this is the destination peace. And so, uh, that he passed away is uh is quite affecting. Uh I I don't I don't know if I would have that kind of impact on the world. I, I, I dare say I won't, but uh I, I I just was in awe of him. And it's been uh it's been my absolute privilege, honor, and just uh admiration to just serve alongside with him, to be in the same space with him, to just, you know. He he single-handedly was about the brokering of peace. And I've 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 met few people uh who who had that kind of conviction that, you know, because people will say peace and peace but peace or peace maybe peace no. But he I I I I I take a lot from him in terms of how I think about what is achievable around peace and notions of peace and the idea of peace. And uh, he will be greatly missed. So uh, I, I, I was just, I, I, I'll, I'll come and say some remarks up there, you know, but he was a, he was a friend to me and he was a mentor to me. And we'd have these long conversations, you know, and uh, uh, it's just uh, he's just a he's just a great guy. I'll, I'll go and leave my remarks later, not while I'm on air, but I just wanted to have opportunity to just gush gush on my my uh, my my former peace commissioner brother, you know, because um, he really was kind and generous to me, you know, and uh, and you just never forget that. You can forget people, but you never forget how they treat you. Ain't that what uh, Dr. Maya Angelou said? You know, people you people will forget you, but they won't forget how you made them feel. And he certainly made me feel uh, really, really good. So I'm just saying. Uh, you know. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, that's the way of the world. So, <sighs> you know, a light, a bright light has left the earth. 
a bright light, I think, has transitioned to the universe. That's what I'll say. A bright light has trans tra has 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 you know just moved into another realm, and and is with uh, uh, Alice with the ancestors, and and the peace loving ancestors at that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna go with that. He with the peace loving ancestors, you know, because Al 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 Martyr. So anyway. Oh, that's the four one one on that. Oh, 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 nice. I don't think I know these people. Do I know these people? I think I know these people. I guess I have to send them a card. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. So anyway, that, that news of our martyr uh, just, you know, touched me a little bit. Just gave me a little bit of pause. Do you know what I mean? A little bit of pause. That's all right. 101 years old. You know, listen, I, I don't have no delusions about getting to 100. It's unlikely. <laughs> the, the way my life is set up, the way the way my the way my 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 body is set up, uh, unlikely. You know. But we going we going to make it work. We going we going we going to do what we do. That's why I'm lifting all these damn weights now, trying to trying to get right. You know, so that I could uh uh, so I could uh, live long or at least I don't even know if it's long just however long I live I want to live well do you know what I mean that's the that's the crooks of it do you know what I mean like I just want to live well I want to I want to I want to live well and uh, and that I shall that's my goal. That is my goal. That is my goal. So anyway, uh, that's the way of the world. <sighs> what else is going on in the world, good people? Yeah. I we could talk about we could talk about emissions all we want, um, and reducing our carbon footprint. But until we do away with these damn buildings and make these buildings have no carbon footprint because that's the culprit. It's it's not just the cars. It's these damn buildings. We like to we like to say everything but what the truth is. That's the problem I have with with you know the media and the world. It's it's not just listen. It's these buildings that are the hugest offenders of of emission uh, trouble. You know, stop building these damn buildings. And if we're gonna build them. Then we need to make them hella, hella energy efficient and hella, hella no carbon footprint. Like we have got to do that. You know. I'm just saying. You know. I'm just saying. We just got to get to a place where we tell the truth about things. You know. Anyway.
uh, we'll be all right. <laughs> and and if we're not all right, we're not. Listen, we are going to have to uh, come together and save this world. I don't know why people think there's some other saving that needs to be done by some other entity that's going to do it. You know, I think Bob Marley said it best. None but us, none but ourselves uh, can save us, right? None but ourselves can save us. And on a day when you find out that our martyr passes, that ought to, that ought to be a, a lightning rod for, for everybody focusing on peace, everybody being peace brokers and hope dealers. That, that's what we need. We need to, we need to empower people to be hope dealers and peace, peace, peace brokers, you know, instead of warring factions. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a digress. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a digress. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a page. I'm gonna take a little bit of a page, and uh, keep it moving. So anyway, uh, before I before I go any further, let's get into the advent because it's the advent season, and even though we've not seen any snow, and I know people people don't feel like it's Christmas. You know, when you live in New England, which is the postal card for Christmas. <laughs> You know, from from Connecticut to Maine, the poster poster child for Christmas. If you don't see any snow, is it really even Christmas? You know, is it even Christmas? I I would say yes, but I get because we live in New England. You know, of like I don't expect to see snow in California or Florida or any of the Gulf states. I do not expect snow. I don't have to expect snow um, anything past Maryland, you know, Virginia. I don't expect to see snow, you know. But there's something about being in New England where we expect to see snow. And I dare say they probably got some snow in Maine and New Hampshire, places like that. I think Vermont's got some snow. Uh, but we've yet to get any. We've got a dusting. And, you know, when I was driving up to... uh. You know, when I was up by up in Litchfield County for a retreat, listening retreat some weeks ago, you know, we were in the there was snow it was snowing. And we 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 drove through a snow squall. So it and it was a lot of snow and it was on the ground. You know, it didn't stay, but it was enough to know you were in New England. It was like, oh, this is some snow. So so I get how you know we we have this sense of is it really christmas if it doesn't snow here i would say yes <laughs> i would say absolutely yes 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 to the nth degree yes yes uh yes <laughs> but i know there's this little part of all of us who live in, in Connecticut right now or in Southern New England, in Southern Connecticut, those of us that live in Southern Connecticut, because, you know, other elevations, other towns and cities further north have seen snow. 
We've yet to get it here. Now we've seen flurries, but no accumulation of anything. So I know we could feel some kind of way. And I think when people see a little snow, it sort of triggers and signals it's winter. And then everybody's sort of, because long as it's still warm like it is, you know, and it's cold today, it's like in its thirties. That's And that's the beginning of really like, okay, it's 50, the 50 degree anomaly weather is whatever, but this below freezing, okay. It, it got real in these fields. <laughs> so, so I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, so I know once that real snow blankets New Haven, I think everybody will go, even the people who don't like it, and I'm in the camp that don't like it, I admit that when I'm standing on the porch and I watch the snow, it's like being in a snow globe. And there's a level of romance about it that nothing else gives you when you see fresh snow falling. And and when you don't have to be in it. <laughs> you know, like I love a good I love a good snow when I'm in the house and I'm looking from the porch. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm one of those people. Like I don't want to be in it. I don't want to be traipsing through it, you know in a one horse open sleigh. I don't want to be doing that. I do though. Uh, I do like the idea of uh, a little bit of a blanket. Now we're not going to get any snow this year for Christmas. So we could, we could, uh, we could let that fantasy go. It's just too warm, you know, unless some weather and listen, listen, this is new England. Any daggone thing could happen. But it's going to be damn near 50 degrees on Monday. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's going to be in the 50s. And when they mean 50, it's probably going to be closer to 60. So it's going to be warm. So if kids get bikes and scooters and skateboards, oh, they'll be outside playing Christmas Day. They'll they'll be out having a rah-rah good time. You know, the weather's not supposed to, it's going to rain come Wednesday. You know. So I was like, okay. But no snow in the forecast, which is pretty all right with me. Although I, there's a part of me, because I am from here, I'm born and raised here. There's a part of me that says a little bit of snow is not a bad thing. Just to give it a little, a little, you know, give us a little postcard look, a little dusting. I don't want a blizzard. I don't want a storm. I don't want any of that. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with the loss of power or any of that foolishness. You know, I don't want to have to deal with getting groceries and uh, provisions. I, I just don't want to deal with any of that. I'm just saying. I know I got a lot of, I got a lot of, a lot of angst. <laughs> I did have, I did have a late breakfast yesterday with my good friend's sister, Roxana uh, Canton. And it was so nice to see her. And she looked so good. And she said, you know, I've been losing weight only because I've been playing this daggone pickleball. And she's like, I'm I'm so serious about my pickleball that I keep my pickleball uh, bag in the car in case I roll up someplace and pickleball is happening. I could be ready to jump in. <laughs> and, you know, that is real commitment. And I, you know, and I was like being a snob. I was like, well, you know, I play tennis. I don't know about pickleball. And she was like, oh, no, no, no. 
She's like, even people who play tennis, they're like, oh, I can't go back to tennis. I, I got to play pickleball. So we'll see what happens. I doubt if I get out there and play pickleball. I don't, I don't want to test these Tinas too much. You know, I, I don't really want to give them that kind of, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to test them too much. <laughs> Not yet. I don't want to test it too much, babies. Mm -mm. I don't, I don't, I don't. So, uh, but I, I know people who are uh, digging it. They are digging it. And, 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 you know, malls that were, were, uh, Abandoned are are finding new life with these pickleball courts. Um, communities are are finding new life with these pickleball tournaments and stuff like that. So and and listen, if it gets people out moving, and you know, a lot of older people are playing pickleball, and older like I'm like a little bit older than me. I'm in that cohort now because I I think you become a senior when you're like 62 or something. So I'm not there yet. Close. I'm on. Listen, I'm not fighting it. I'm. I'm gliding in. Don't you worry. I'm not going to be one that'll give up on aging because as long as I'm on this side of the dirt, I'm good. So, so anyway, uh, I'm going to continue read a, reading Hannah Brencher's uh, Advent readings, the Advent lessons. You know, uh, I get them in the mail and I would encourage y'all. I know I read them every day. Um, but you know they're they're every day, including the weekends. And since I'm not on air on the weekends, uh, you don't get to hear me read them. But Monday through Friday, and then um, and then this is the last week. So the last one for me will be Friday, because we're off next week. I will be back to January. I don't know third or something. I think I come back. Yes, I come back January third. So uh, I'll be back January third. Um, but I I invite y'all to to read them. So anyway, this today's reading on the twentieth is uh, "Take It Back to the Cradle." H Hannah Brencher is sounding like a like a rap artist. Take it back to the cradle. So these are her words. I'm just reading them. Freedom. The purpose of the baby in the stable was freedom. He came to set us free. There's this hymn we sing this time of year that I love. It rolls off the tongue as you sing it. But if you step back to examine the words, you start to see the bigger story unfolding. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. I, you know, I could hear that song in my head as I was reading it. Rejoice, rejoice, right? I could hear it in my, I could hear it in my head. This hymn lays down the context of what happened when news of the Messiah first broke out into the world. The hymn says in plain terms, come be with us, God. Pay the ransom for Israel who is stuck in exile. We need you. We need your freedom. I wish we had several weeks to dig into these exact words, into these exact words. But here's what you need to know. These words are, uh, are inspired by.
by the events of the Old Testament, which is the Hebrew Bible, when God sent his people, Israel, into exile as a punishment because they could not stop picking other gods over him. They stayed in that exile for 70 years. And so the hope of one who could come and clear the slate became the most genuine form of freedom they'd ever known. That was a big, beautiful deal. Jesus is the representation of true freedom. I once heard author uh, Shannon Martin speak so poignantly about this idea of freedom. She talked about how she and her family did an inventory of their holiday season and asked themselves why they do what they do around this time of year. They came up empty on many things, a long list of what became obligations for other people. She realized so much of the season uh, accumulated and uh, climaxed on Christmas morning with the opening of presents. She wanted to change things. So she sat down with her family and asked them about their favorite parts of the holiday season. The common thread coming from her kid's mouth was feelings. I feel cozy. I feel loved. I feel surrounded. They associated their favorite things with feelings. They decided as a family to cultivate those feelings and chase after them alone. They decided to inject more of those feelings into the season to enjoy it. Less chaos, more nights at home, less hubbub, more coziness, fewer events, more gatherings of people they love, less materialism, more quality time. She said that that was part of the of the freedom of Jesus, of God with us, that we would be free to restructure the holiday season and focus on the stuff that truly matters, to eliminate the excess, to get back to the good stuff. Her message is so liberating to me. It made me realize I am not a captive to traditions or how we've always done it. I have the power and freedom to set up the holiday season how I want it to be, to focus the energies of my family around the things that matter most. Gosh, this is so liberating. As for us, Lane, Novi, and me, we make more room for nights spent by the tree watching cheesy Hallmark movies. We make more time for game nights with friends, sipping eggnog and ciders. We clear space for evenings at the dining table dining room table doing a 500 piece puzzle as a Christmas vinyl as Christmas vinyl crackers crackles in the background we make room for daily advent we intentionally place things on the calendar that matter to us chances to love our people well and if and if it isn't working if we feel no peace or freedom amid our holiday season we have permission to pivot and change things to make room for more abundance, more joy, more peace. I believe this mirrors the heart of Jesus, that we would not live lives fraught with anxiety, but access the freedom set before us. This season, I'm stepping into the freedom of not being governed by a long and winding to-do list. I am choosing to claim peace, rest, and restoration and find my freedom in saying, no, no, no. 
to the things that don't add joy to this season. Just in case someone hasn't told you yet, you are free to take this holiday back to the bones of what matters most. Back to the baby in Bethlehem. Ashe, amen. So here, uh, the readings were from Galatians uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 1. And here's to steal this poem. And you know what I say with steal this poem? Take what you need. Leave the rest by the wayside for somebody else. Dear God, you orchestrated the bones of this story, but you are not a God who produces chaos or busyness. Empower me to take back this holiday and ground it in you. Thank you for this freedom to rewrite the story for my family and me. Amen, Ashe. So you have the freedom. So when I hear people get all flustered and bent out of shape, uh, I'm always uh, I'm always thinking, you know, you can you can craft this holiday how you want. You can you can you can get off this gravy. You can get off this train, this fast moving train at any point. All you gotta do is pump the brakes, pull the cord. You know the holidays. You know people get all caught up with the with the buying of gifts, and they miss the whole piece of what this season is about you know it's so simple and yet we fail <laughs> and I don't know if this is a judgment as much as it is an observation you know I mean yes I I, I like having a tree I don't have a tree this year I mean I, there's a perpetual silver tree that stays up in my house all year round that'll have to do I'll put some lights on it and that'll be enough um, but last year I had a little tiny live tree i saw some at uh whole foods the other couple of weeks ago and i was there so i still might put a tree in here who knows you know just because it smells so good makes everything smell so good um and just leave it up for the new year we'll see what happens i don't i don't know uh i don't feel inclined i don't really have the space there's too many things so the little silver tree will have to do for this year and maybe next year I plan on, you know, putting some little trees around. Because by next year, I'll probably be here by myself. And then no, no one will be here but me. So, and uh, it'll be a different kind of vibe, you know. So, so I just I just invite people to sort of think about this season and what they really, I think what Hannah Bridger said, you know, think about what, what you really like about this season and do more of that. And what you don't like about the season, drop it. Or do less of it. You know. Seriously. I don't I don't, I don't think there's any Santa police. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think there are. I know there's elves, but I don't think they're in the habit of arresting people. I think the elves are busy trying to make sure, you know, toys are delivered and the workshop, you know, uh 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 is 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 uh working well with organized labor <laughs> that's i'm thinking that I, i'm th i'm thinking that i'm thinking that i'm thinking that so but anyway that's the that 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 was a good message i think that's a message that people need to hear more often than not because people sort of forget 
that they have the power to control how they move through these this season you know like last year i was in newport with my girlfriends that was wonderful it was ease it was nice i don't know where i'll be next christmas next christmas i might be in the tropics or paris or somewhere i don't know or puerto rico i probably wouldn't mind i would like to see europe during the season because you know europe is a very religious continent <laughs> Paris is a very religious city you know the influences of religion are not missed uh, so I would just I would like to see it done up in all this glory because I like that kind of stuff you know and and I don't need to do it every year Just I just like to see it one time and be done with it you know so maybe what I'll do is I'll go go to Paris next year and spend a little time in Paris and then fly to Marrakesh <laughs> and spend the rest of the holidays in Marrakesh. <laughs> and by Marrakesh, I mean uh, Jeanne Thompson. <laughs> that's, the, that's the idea. I kind of like that idea a lot, you know. There's a good chance that I'll, I'll be in Paris this summer because uh, Baldwin, uh, 100 Years of Baldwin is being celebrated there. And so uh, I think Ife wants to go. And if she goes, I'll happily go to Paris. You know, I'd like to swing by my favorite patisserie. And I could actually walk around and get around. You know, like I could actually walk around. Um, I could walk around. So that's that's really what I want to, that's what I want to do. Um, you know, anyway, that's where I'm at. So, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just a girl on the radio today. I do need to order some new glasses. That is my plan. While I'm on break, I'm going to order some new glasses. That's my, it's my goal. Uh, to order some new glasses, I've had these for quite some time. My 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 prescription hasn't changed, so I, I have no need for new glasses. I mean, I just I just don't. They just haven't. My 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 uh, eyes have not changed in twenty years. It's the same prescription, pretty much. You know, uh, I do have the beginnings of cataracts uh, that they monitor. Very, very early stages. Uh, and I do have glaucoma, which we are tending to with eye drops. You know, so that's, you know. So I need new glasses. So I think what I'll do is I'll just buy a bunch of pair of new glasses. <laughs> I'll buy, I'll buy, a, I'll buy a, a bunch of pairs of new glasses and see how that goes. Uh, that's what I'll do. So, um, yeah. So, yes, yes, yes. So we'll do that. And there's some really nice ones out there, and they're so inexpensive. I mean, the most the most cost for me is like lenses, right? 
because I have an astigmatism. And, you know, my eyes have gotten better over as I've aged, which is, I mean, in terms of vision and and, and my eyes have gotten better. <laughs> you know, just, just gotten better. And, uh, is a, it's just, it's just, uh, crazy, you know, just, just crazy. So, uh, I just need them when I, when I'm driving, cause you know, I have astigmatism. So things are like out of focus and I'm, I guess, nearsighted, farsighted, but now all that has been cured. Cause I can, I can uh, pretty much read without my glasses. Just the craziest thing. And I'm like, okay. So I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a portrait in the attic with glasses on <laughs> that is aging backwards for me. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, so it's all good. But so far, so good, you know. And the the my eye pressures are, you know, where they should be. I have glaucoma, and it just means you just have to stay on top of uh, um, your eye pressures. And uh, I I do. I see a specialist. I get my eyes examined by a regular eye doctor person, and then I see a specialist. Uh, uh, I, I see a specialist and they just monitor it. And uh, and it's been very nice to have people have, you know, medical profession look out for you. And that's how, you know, I had a good eye doctor who was like, okay, I'm going to refer you to a specialist. And uh, I want you to go and have this looked at. You know, and, and then I got the diagnosis. And so I see them every six months, you know. So I was like, no problem. Not a problemo, not one bit. Uh, I, I'm not even stressing it. They tell me to go, I go. They tell me this, I do it, you know. So I tell you, it's all about preserving health <laughs> getting 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 to a good place getting to a good healthy weight uh that's what I want to do and uh I, I'm not trying to be skinny I don't even skinny is not the what the goal the goal is uh strength I just want to be strong I'm so not strong I want muscles I want muscles you remember Dinah Ross had that song all over. But she was talking about she wanted a guy with muscles. She wasn't talking about herself. I'm talking about myself. I want muscles. That's that's the goal. Muscles. You know, all over this body. And she talking about somebody else. I ain't mad. I ain't mad at Sister Ross. That's just not where I'm at. <laughs> so Oh, speaking of pickleball, um, I'm up at the New Haven Independent site. Uh, Harrison Bloom is uh, going to build indoor courts 
on the Westville parking lot. I don't even know, across from his family's foot care clinic. I don't even know where this is. Okay. Oh, I do know where this is. Oh. And that's parking. Are they going to give up? They're going to take away the parking? Oh. <laughs> that that little neighborhood over there is going to be a pain in the ass to 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 uh I, unless I'm in, looking at the wrong site. No, I think it's it's right there. Oh, that is going to be a pain, pain, pain. Oh, there was a pickleball um tournament in April at the uh Floyd Little Athletic Center. So the 2023 USA Pickleball Athletic Diamond Regional Tournament. I didn't even know about this. Cool. All right. Boy, that's a lot of pickleballing. That's a lot. Oh, they're going to take over that spot? Yikes. That's going to be a pain in the butt. Where are these people going to park? <laughs> Where are they going to park? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We're just building all kinds of stuff. Well, the racket coop guy will be happy about that because it'll bring people into uh, I, pickleball just looks like um, table tennis on the ground, right? Like instead of being on a table, you playing, you playing on the ground. <laughs> Man, that's going to be a pain, pain, pain. Oh. Oh, that's going to be a pain. There's no other place. You can't take over some other space. Oh, my God. All that space that sits uh, next to you, the Blank Street. Oh, no, there's an apartment building going up there. Oh, God. That's going to be a terrible place. People are going to get hit by cars. So you're going to build a little indoor. How many people are going to be able to play in here, too? I don't, I don't even know. Well, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to get some water or some tea, and I'll be back. What, what we got for Christmas music, Harry? What we got?
friends again around the family Christmas tree to feel the spirit of goodwill toward men that's what Christmas means to me to hear the sleigh bells ringing soft and clear while people sing because they're free to hear my neighbor wish me joy and cheer that's what Christmas means to me to know there will be stockings filled with toys for all the lonely little girls and boys and in my heart the feeling is so grand to know I've helped the ones who need a hand to look through windows trimmed in green and red and pray for all eternity to see the star of peace shine overhead that's what Christmas means to me To see the star of peace shine overhead That's what Christmas means to me That's what Christmas means to I thought how as the day had come The belfries of all Christendom Had rolled along the unbroken song Of peace on earth There 
said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Then peal the bells more loud and deep, God is not dead, nor doth he sleep, the wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, good will to
Santa works all day in his workshop making lots of games and toys. Then one day he hops in his sleigh to bring them to the girls and boys. Santa's just as nice as he can be. There's just one little thing that worries me. If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how is Santa gonna use his sleigh? In case of rain, will there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how will Santa get around to us? If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better if I knew he could fly a plane. People say he has eight reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how'll he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? Snow on Christmas, how is Santa gonna use his sleigh? In case of rain, will there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how will Santa get around to us? If he breaks down on his way to town, will they let him use a bus? I've sent him a nice long letter, and I hope it's not in vain. I'd really feel much better. If I knew he could fly a plane, people say he has a reindeer for the sleigh he's driving here. But how he go if it doesn't snow on Christmas this year? So
welcome back to uh, the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. Uh, thank you for hanging out for the second hour. That was pretty, Harry. Who's that? Is that? I don't know who that was, but it was pretty. Very, very pretty. Um, so. Anyway, I hope you all are well. Um, my, my daughter is installing a ring doorbell. We got to get a ring doorbell. My neighbor upstairs uh, gifted me one, which was really nice. They could put them in so we could look out. So now I can pay attention to all the to what's happening in the neighborhood <laughs> or on my street, what, what comes on my porch. <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, it just feels uh, surreal. It's warm outside. Well, I mean, it's, it's winter. It's cold, but warm, you know. So anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Sorry, I'm answering a, a, a email. <laughs> <laughs> multitasking on radio <laughs> multitasking on radio it is a thing um does anybody know who won the uh cross hill house game last night they had a game last night i know dory went does anybody know if any who won i don't see it uh anywhere posted and uh my friend carissa uh, I'm going to text her now. I'm like, hey. Uh, who won the game last night? <laughs> because I didn't see anything about it. it does, does it have an independent cover sports? <laughs> I think that's the only thing they did, that they do not cover. I mean, unless something extraordinary is going on, right? Like, unless it's, unless there's a story about it. But I don't get the sense that they cover sports as a regular, as a regular column on the New Haven Independent. So uh, I'd be, uh, I'd be interested in hearing. Oh, Hill House won by a point. Whoa. Okay, so. So anyway, um, yeah. All right. So Hill House won. I mean, you know, it's a crosstown rivalry. It's been going on and on and on forever and a day. Good, clean fun. Um, a good time. Okay. Well, listen. They live to fight another day. Cross Hill House. You know, it's a rivalry in basketball. It's a rivalry in football. I, I imagine it's a rivalry in all the sports. <laughs> I, I would bet money it's a rivalry in all the sports. You know, I don't, does Hill House have a hockey team? Who has a hockey team? Does any New Haven teams, high school, have a hockey team? 
I know there's some lacrosse going on, field hockey maybe, but I don't know if there's like a, a bona fide hockey team. I don't even know what the sports rosters are these days in high schools. You know, I just I just don't know. I know there's a tennis team. I know there's, you know, track and field kind of stuff, uh, basketball. Is there soccer? Do they have soccer? Soccer? Um, are there soccer teams? I know there's like soccer teams away from schools. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't even know why I'm trying to revisit it. I ain't in that game. Seems like a lot though. You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't ascribe to any of it. But I have friends who have children who are playing sports. And although I do not go to all those games, I've only been to one game. And Carissa's son um, plays, Chris plays on a cross. I'm like, mm. I just can't get back in the mindset of it. Not since my children played. Now I'm like so far removed. I'm like, oh. And I actually like sports, so, you know, I love a good game, you know, but I, I'm just not in that universe anymore, so, you know. So when Carissa puts out the call to say, oh, there's a game, who can come, come, tournament, da, da, you know, yeah, you know, I may show up for something unlikely, but it is. I like having it on my radar, you know. I like having it on my radar. So there's that. So yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm having some mint tea. I had some mint tea at uh, Professor Foreman's house and it was a mix of mint tea, green tea, but it had a very distinctive Moroccan vibe to it. So it must have had a little cardamom in it, but it was good. And, uh, and you know, uh, my voice could use a rest. It could use some time off, so that'd be nice to to uh, end this week and uh, and uh, chill. Hey, you know, you know, Carissa, I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna rep the rep the rep the rep the babies. High five, cross. And plus, Kevin Walton is my dear friend and brother. You know, and you know, I ride with his with with Karen. Our kids grew up together, so you know. So, you know, I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for the babies. It's just, you know, I ain't in that game no more. <laughs> I don't got shuttle kids here and there, to and fro. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. So so yeah, I mean, uh to today is the uh La Vos NHI uh, holiday party, which I'm going to be very late for. I'll be about an hour late. I have a 12 o'clock date that I cannot break. Because, um, uh, you know, it's the end of the year and you got to wrap up stuff. So I have commitments that I, I've got to tend to. And uh, and so this is, a, this is a lunch date that I can't move because it needs to happen before the new year, which is nice. So um, So this is the best possible day to do it. And so I'm doing it. And then after I finish there, I'll come over to uh the NHI offices and uh and uh whoever's still standing, I'll say Merry Christmas. 
I mean, they still should be like doing their thing. They still should be doing their thing. And then I get to see my friend Bobby Miller and her son uh, on Friday. You know, I'll spend some time with them catching up. So that'll be nice. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. I mean, I'm going to the gym on Thursday because uh, I can't get there today because I've got this. I've got this commitment. So. So I'm like, okay, and it's oh, and I don't say commitment like it's a grud, like it's a chore. Ah, it's, it's actually quite enjoyable, you know. So so I'm gonna go do that and. Then, you know, I mean, it's the day. And then I, I think I got a meeting uh, at five o'clock. I have a meeting at five. So, you know. You know it'll be fine. And uh, that's the, that's the day. That is the day. I've got to uh I've got to mail out the love letters. So I'm pulling all that together. As soon as I get off air, I'll pull all that together. I'll take that to the post office. And uh we'll see what happens. Uh and uh we'll just move forward. We'll just move forward as best we can. That's what we'll do. And uh, that's the way of the world. Oh, this tea is so soothing. So, so soothing. 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 Um, I'm, I'm thinking about going to Christmas Eve service on Sunday evening. I don't know. If I find a somebody's service, you know, our Christmas Eve services at Redeemer was so beautiful. You know, I just kind of miss it. And it's gotta be a UCC service. I cannot I cannot go to these other churches where they'd be in there all night. I ain't trying to watch for Jesus and Santa. <laughs> I'm not doing I'm not doing that. I remember when I was young, I used to go to uh Watch night for New Year's Eve. I'm not doing that again either. <laughs> that is so not what I will be doing ever in my life. I've done enough of them, you know. You know, talking about giving my life to Jesus. You know, people, people. I think people think that to give your life to Jesus is some kind of sacrifice. And it, you know, and you can only you can only understand how that is not the case until you actually do it a couple of times. And then you get an epiphany uh, because if you try to tell people you're just sounding very blasphemous and anti whatever it is they believe in, you know what I mean? Like that, that's the thing. So I, I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to tell people. So when I see people, you know, you know, taking these baby steps into a religious practice and a into religious culture, you know, they, you know, a couple of things happen. People throw themselves in wholeheartedly and they believe that they just have to make these huge sacrifices. And God does not call you to sacrifice anything. 
they just cause you to be attentive. And and people sort of make these, you know, these sacrifices that that they don't love doing. God calls you to love. God calls you to be joyous. And when you are making these sacrifices <laughs> that you just find to be a chore, <laughs> are, are you are you are you are you even doing God's will? No, you you doing man's interpretation of God's will instead of just doing what God asks you to do is just notice. Notice in your everyday, ordinary, practical life where God dwells. And then go dwell with God in those moments and times. People just get it all crazy. You know, like sacrifice is the way. I don't, and sacrifice meaning just harsh conditions. I don't think that's, that's not what God calls us to. It's not calls us to harsh conditions. That that doesn't that just makes you able to withstand hard conditions, I guess. Maybe. You know. But I'm no theologian. I just play one on the radio. <laughs> I just I just play one on the radio. You know. I play one on the radio and uh, that's it. That is it. So oh, what a day, what a way, what a world. And uh, I, I tell you what I've been enjoying. I've been, I've been um, dabbling around in uh, independent Christmas music, you know, by indie artists. You know, they take a decidedly different turn on Christmas music. So I've been listening to indie artists. Uh, I've been listening. I love a lot of jazz Christmas music. You know, a lot of jazz music. Jazz artists playing Christmas music. That's probably one of my favorite, favorite things. I've I've been listening to a little bit of a Latin artist Christmas music. That has been quite enjoyable. You know, and you know, the good thing about Spotify or uh Pandora or any little streaming, you know, you they it gets to you know, this is this is where artificial intelligence and the tracking comes in. You know, you put it you plug in enough things and it starts to recognize your taste and then it starts to feed you uh a little bit of everything that you listen to. And I have a wide range of musical taste. So my my daily mixes and feeds are broken up into all kinds of things. So if there's jazz, there's one for me for jazz, alternative music, world music, um, Gregorian chants. I mean, I, I do all kinds of stuff. And so Spotify has just has just learned me. So I get to hear all kinds of music from artists I would not have found. If Spotify didn't like, you know, track and follow me like a, you know, like a stalker. <laughs> for good, for good, for good. A stalker for good, for good, for good. A stalker for Jesus. <laughs> Although I do not like contemporary Christian music. I don't know. I don't ask me why. I just, I just don't like it. It just seems, I don't know. I don't know what it seems. I don't like contemporary Christian music. And white or black. White or black, I don't like it. You know, 
don't, don't ask me why. I have no real reason why. It just it just doesn't speak to me. I, I, now, I, I don't hate it. Don't get me wrong. If I'm somewhere and somebody has it on, I'm about it. But I don't tune it. I don't tune for it. I don't check for it for myself because I don't I don't like it. And I think a lot of it, too, is because a lot of those folks that sing that music are not open and affirming. And uh, and I, I just it just gives me a bad taste in my mouth. That's all. You know, I, I just don't like I don't like it. I used to like Mary Mary until I found out, you know, they were anti-gay. You know, they don't talk about it, but they've said it enough times where it's, I've gotten wind of it. And I was like, no, I don't like y'all. <laughs> now everything I listen to of yours is suspect. So I don't like it. You know, but, you know, the one with the husband who, who can't stop cheating to save his damn life. But you got something against gay people? I'm like, you don't got nothing against adulterers? <laughs> Oh, because they they're they're having sex with women, you know. The men are having sex with women, and the women are having sex with men. So that makes it palatable. You know, so that's all right. If they're on, I'm someplace and I don't control the the dial. All right, okay, that's what it is. Okay, all right. That's what it is. But at my house, I don't play them. I don't mess with them. So I don't like too much contemporary gospel music because it just seems a little heavy-handed for me. It takes me back to a, a Pentecostal roots that I don't like, parts of the Pentecostal roots of mine that I don't like. You know? So, yeah. So I don't like I don't like uh, contemporary Christian music. I just like old-school gospel music. Now, now listen. Those folks might have felt the way they felt too, but you never hear them talk about it. They just always kept their eye on Jesus. And that's what I like. Just keep your eye on, keep your mind stayed on Jesus. <laughs> I woke up in the morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I think that's how that goes. That's it. So so I can I can listen to them because they they don't they keep their mind stayed on Jesus and everything else. It's like We'll let God deal with it. So, so I can't listen to contemporary. But I tell you what, I do have a great fondness for these days. And I guess always, 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 always. I love country music. You know why I like country music? And I love to see more Black people get into country music. Because country music uh, is foundationally Black music. It it was our music to, you know, white folks. Harry, we got to go back to doing damn white folks segments. Damn white folks. We gotta go back to those segments. Remember we used to do those segments? We get we hear some story about, you know, white folks doing something. We'd be like, damn white people. Now, to be fair, we did damn black people too. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, damn black people. <laughs> so I'm bring I'm bring back damn damn people. I'm gonna bring back damn people. Damn people. And if, and if I need to make it white people, I'm going to say white people. If I need to make it black people, I'm going to make it black people. I'm going to make it whatever the whatever the people is, I'm going to make it. So if it's like, damn, Koreans, damn, Chinese, I'll do that. You know, and it won't be stuff that I make up. It'll be just like some ratchet stuff that they that anybody does. And then I'm going to just make the whole race pay for it. <laughs> you know how they do us. 
So when one Chinese person does something, I'm like, damn, China. <laughs> That's it. Not right. It's not fair. I know. Listen, it's not fair, but it is going to be fun. So, yeah, we'll bring back damn, damn people. We'll bring back the segment of damn people. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time. What we're going to do is we're going to find an article or story and then just go, damn, people. Damn white people, damn black people. You know whoever's whoever's making the offense, whoever's doing the dumb ish, ish, ish. Whoever's doing the dumb ish, we gonna do it. So that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do in the new year. We gotta re. We gotta bring back this segment. I I I hope. Paul's listening. Maybe we can get word on the street again. I kind of miss it. Not kind of. I miss it. I miss word on the street because I thought that was such a wonderful snapshot of all the folks that make New Haven go. And 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 I'm telling you, people learned all kinds of things. People learn. I've learned so much about this city and the people that make this city go when we were doing word on the street. And we got a lot of them. We probably should do something with them before they age out. I don't know, make a little documentary film or something. You know, I think we should. I think we should. I mean, we had, we talked to some great people. Um, man. And we got a lot of shout outs from people who were like, thanks for highlighting our, our, our guys. Thanks for highlighting this. Thanks for, it was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. You know? So, so maybe we, maybe we, you know, I know Paul's getting tired of it because, you know, I think it's hard for a white guy to be running up on people because you you look like you could be the popo or the repo. I mean, you know, you're Jewish, so and you have a yarmulke on, so I don't think people are thinking whatever. I think they're just like, okay, what do you are you panhandling? What do you want? Plus, they know you, Paul, so it might be hard for you to be doing it only because you know you're a journalist. But I like them. I like them very much. So so maybe we can strategize. Maybe we get an intern to do it. I don't know, somebody. I kind of like it. I miss it. But it's too cold to be out there now. But uh, I mean, early in the morning. I don't know how Maya and uh, an old girl did it uh, for those first that first year that we did it. <laughs> but it was, it was fun. It was very fun. It was very fun. So... You know, catching people early in the morning. And there's some stories that I really would like to follow up on. I want to know what happened to that sister uh, who works for Yale. Um, and they were getting evicted out of their, their apartment. And I hope they found someplace else to go. I mean, there was a couple of people. The uh, the the uh, homeless uh, guy and his wife. Uh, how, how, did they, how are they doing? Uh, there's just some people that I'd like to see again. You know, I mean, there were some people that I really just wanted to know more about their story. So, so yeah, so maybe I'll, I'll start thinking about, you know, what, what this show could look like for next year and all the guests. And, you know, it's really, it's been really good now that people sort of uh, put me on their radar to talk about whatever they got going on about issues. That's, that's been really uh, uh, out of all the things that has been amazing. That, you know, uh, I think at first people weren't, wasn't sure that we were serious about 
you know, about this. And now that I'm on every single day, um, people feel like, oh, okay, this is a legitimate commitment to, to, to talking to people. Yes, it is. It is, it is, it is, it is, it really is. Um, and, uh, uh, and people really like it. And I get so many nice compliments from people who say, you know, that I, I, I make them feel welcomed and that it's not, a, you know, I, I'm not a heavy lift person. Like I, I'm not an investigative journalist. So I'm not, I'm not trying to dig up in people's asses about whatever it is they got going on. Um, I just come and tell your story. And let's talk about it. And if I've got some familiarity or some affinity for it, I'm going to say it. I'm like, you know what? I get that. Or yes. Or, ooh, how do you do that? You know, folksy, drinking tea or cocktails together. That's 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 the feeling that I want to elicit, you know. And just, you know, I, 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 uh, I like to talk to people and have real conversation with people, not just chit-chatty conversation. Now, other people might think they're chit-chatting, but I'm not chit-chatting. I I like asking questions and I don't even it's not so much that I ask questions. I just follow through the natural progression of the conversation. And if there's something I want to know, I just sort of steer the cruise ship in that direction. You know. I just like conversing. That's I hope that comes through. Like I hope that's the the takeaway that people get. You know, and when people want to send me questions and stuff, I'm like, that's so boring. Like, I just, I'm not going to ask you stuff that you, I'm not going to, listen, if you, if you come on and you are talking about homeless people, I'm not going to ask you a question about, you know, the oil in, uh, in, uh, in, in off the shores of Palestine. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to, unless, unless somebody peeps me to some awareness that you have on the subject, I'm not going to ask you out of the realm of things. I mean, that makes no sense to me. I'm not going to ask you to speak on some global issue that, that you don't work it. You know, now I might ask an opinion about, you know, in these times, have you felt the effects of X, Y, and Z, you know, I might do that, but other than that, You know, other than that, really, uh, I just like I just like a conversation, and I'm like this here and in my real. I mean, this is my real life. Like how I am right now is how I am in my real life. There's no persona. You know, I'm just how I am. Uh, I guess there's a little bit of a persona, maybe a hint of persona, only because I think people think that I don't like downtime, that I'm always moving. It just seems that way because I do a lot of stuff, but I'm not always moving. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm actually a pretty quiet person. I know people find that hard to believe. I'm a pretty quiet person. My friends will tell you, I'm a pretty quiet, low key person, you know. Now, I don't, I don't slip into places. No, 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 no. I, I kick doors in. No, I'm not a, I'm not that kind of low key quiet. <laughs> I just feel like if you 5'8", 279 pounds, yes, I'm down to 279 pounds. Uh, 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 uh,
Um, but you know, you just uh, I just like being being present and showing up. That's what I like to do. That's it. I'm not I'm not shy or arresting, but I'm quiet. I know how to be quiet. I think most most of my friends, my my intimate friends know I'm a, I'm quiet. You know. Now listen, I get I'm not shy. I didn't say shy. I'm not shy. There's nothing shy. I broke myself out of being shy. Oh gosh. Many, 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 when I was very, very young, because I knew if I was going to save myself, I had to speak up. Um, I had to, I had to just, I could no longer uh, hold secrets, hide secrets, bury secrets, you know? Uh, and so I had to break up out of that. And I, and I, I don't know if I was ever shy. I think uh, when you hold secrets, particularly children, they don't know what to do with them. And and when you've been harmed, uh, you don't know where to, you don't know what trust looks like anymore. You know, particularly if if uh, uh, you've been harmed and and there's a bunch of adults around and everybody's like, and I had no idea, or they have some idea but they don't act to stop it do you know what i mean and and so i don't think i was ever shy but i think i was always thinking uh how do i you know who do i tell like who 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 seems likely to 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 help me <laughs> and the and the obvious people weren't weren't the ones that did the the obvious makes sense these are the people you should go to were the ones who didn't, you know, and I'm, and I, and even though I'm saying this, I don't say it with anger or malice of forethought. I say it with a, a kind of peace, a kind of peace that I enjoy about trauma and harm that was done to me. I no longer, it no longer centers, no, it no longer, it no longer takes center stage. It's, it's like right there but it's not an on center stage. And that's the difference. That's the, that's the, that's the piece that you know that it's there. And, uh, and it doesn't scare me or frighten me or harm me or doesn't chase me. It doesn't overreach. It doesn't do any of that. I was like, I see you. Okay. That's where you are, you know? And, and uh, every now and again, it, it tries to rear up and like, take a, a a bigger hold, you know, you know, it tries to force itself to center stage every now and again, you know, but I got tools now. I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. Get, get back, <laughs> get back, get back, get back to where he once belonged. Uh, get back. It's that, you know, so I, I've got tools, but kids don't have tools. Kids have to, have to, alert somebody of the trauma and then they got to be believed and god knows that's some real effort to get kids to get people to believe kids that's some real effort and i'm talking about this because uh january is a uh, national traff tra child trafficking awareness month and the uh um and the uh, i think the links the links have asked me to start talking about it again they're going to send me a little PSA. Remember I did this all January. 
uh, last year. And so they want me to, uh, I think it's the links. It could be, I got to, no, no, no. It's somebody. I got to go look at my notes because all these women groups, because, you know, all these women groups are not the same, but they all have the same members. <laughs> so when I'm talking to one, I get them mixed up in terms of who is on what and who is talking to me in what capacity. You know, because a link could be a Delta, a link could be a girlfriend, a link could be <laughs> a chum, a link could be, you know what I mean? Like a link could be an AKA, a link could be a uh, Sigma Gamma Rho, a link could be, you know, so, you know, or, and any one of them could be uh, National Business and Professional Women. So, <laughs> so I mix them all up. But in January, I'll, I'll be talking uh, about uh, National Trafficking Awareness Month and sexual exploitation of children. So we'll be talking about that a lot in uh, January because that is an issue that is near and dear to my heart. And uh, and it keeps me feeling uh, like I uh, could do something about it if I just talk about it and help raise awareness. So, so anyway, I'm on my way out. It's been a wonderful Wednesday. If you're all around on Thursday, we are caroling again, six o'clock. This is the last one for the year. So come and raise your voice, sing these songs, walk my neighborhood, and uh, enjoy the rest of your day, good people. I'll see you tomorrow. Lieutenant Bisonwitz is coming on tomorrow, 1015. So she's going to recap the uh, legislative year of what the, uh, you know, the Lamont Bisonwitz administration has done. So I'll see y'all. And goodness knows he didn't want a lot he sent a note to Santa for some soldiers and a drum it broke his little heart when he found Santa hadn't come in the street he envies all those lucky boys Then wanders home to last year's broken toys I'm so sorry for that laddie He hasn't got a daddy the little boy that Santa Claus forgot. Christmas comes but once a year for every girl and boy. The laughter and the joy they find in each new toy. I'll tell you of a little boy who lives across the way. This little 